Welcome to another sporadic episode of the Ninja Poet Podcast, where I read a poem whenever the f*** I feel like it. <laughs> um, this time I wanted to share kind of two special poems, um, and it was very accidental how they came about. Not the poems, but the recordings you'll soon hear. Uh, but I hosted an event in town called Write Night, which is a free community writing workshop. Um, and at this event was this wonderful young woman named Marina. She introduced herself as Boat Parking. I said, what the fuck? Oh yeah, Marina. Okay. And Marina happens to play 20 instruments. And uh, she speaks several languages and she's kind of a genius. Anyway... When you meet someone like that, you want to get to know them better and work with them. And so me and Angela Drew, another poet, went to her house and she played piano, she played cello, she improvised, and we did some spoken word. Someday I'd love to put an album out with a bunch of Modesto poets and then a bunch of musicians. Hell yeah! These are not high-end professional recordings. Literally, I just brought a microphone and my podcast recording device just so I'd have some reference. Um, and so they came out okay, and I'm impressed with how easily she was able to improvise underneath my poems. These are two kind of companion poems. Last Call is about my dad, and Inshallah is about my mom. And, and Last Call, this first poem, is it's about me grading in bars. My dad was a professor, too. He was an English teacher. He was an alcoholic, so he went to bars for different reasons. I go because they're open late and I need a place to grade. Starbucks doesn't work for me because I'm not really a morning person. So I go to bars, uh, one in particular, not multiple, and I sit in my little booth and I grade papers or sometimes I bring a notebook and I write poems and I really actually enjoy kind of the reality TV that's unfolding in front of me at a bar. And while I was at that bar, I wrote this poem um, because I'm a teacher too and I'm at a bar and my dad was at bars as well. Um, my dad wasn't the best dad, and that's a little bit reflected in this poem, too. So this is about <laughs> teaching English, grading at bars, and my dad. I grade in bars sometimes. Stapled essays strewn about a sticky table like placemats. The ink of my pen circling words that don't belong in sentences. The way God in heaven might circle a guy like me who was born Muslim for being in a place like this, where neon papped signs and bags of corn nuts flash beneath tequila bottles. My father was a barfly too, American as guns and apple pie, who had as many DUIs as wives, so I suspect he wasn't grading essays when he sat in the same seat decades ago. He was a whiskey man, a smoker, an English teacher, but somehow he never brought papers home to grade because he was barely home at all. Maybe grading essays, I think now, has saved me from his alcoholism. Then again, maybe a few shots would speed things along, and I would see the Hemingway, the Jane Austen, the Shakespeare in my students' words instead of their misspellings and missing pages because they had no more to say about their subject. What a shame it is to run out on your points before they have a chance to develop, to leave your opinion standing alone on a stage when there's a whole audience of evidence waiting outside to support you. I admit, it would be easier to be drunk while grading, 
essays than to feel abandoned by a writer who started well but never finished, just like my father who started well but never finished anything except his drink. Don't feel bad for me or anything. I actually appreciate the adversity I went through and the trauma. Uh, it doesn't compare to what so many others have been to, so I have gratitude for that. And also, you know, when you go through that trauma, there's really, I think, two directions one could go. They can hold on to it, resent it, regret it, and be angry for the rest of their lives, or they could take something from it. They can learn something from it. They can grow from it, and they can get stronger. And I believe the best people in the world are those who have gone through adversity and come out the other end and just wanted to be better to people than they received when they were young. And so I thank my dad. I really do. Um, he wasn't always there. Well, and by always, I mean never. <laughs> when we got older, he was very helpful to me in college. But uh, as a young person, he wasn't there. And, um, you know, I used to be very sad about that. And of course, deep down, I can lose it thinking about that. But the reality is, I've learned how to be a great dad because my dad wasn't. And so I thank him for that lesson. And this one is about my mom. And it's very short. And it's called Inshallah. And Inshallah means God willing. And that's a term used in Christianity, Catholicism, even Judaism. You know, if God wills, God willing, etc. And uh, lately my mom and I have been at odds. She says uh, she's the greatest mother in the world. And uh, she said the only problem is that... <laughs> Her uh, son is not so great. That would be me. Uh, she's a bigger fan of my brother slightly, um, less a fan of mine, and largely because I don't subscribe to the level of Islam that she would want me to. Um, she's She really kind of browbeats me on, uh, on my faith, and uh, she thinks I'm going to hell, and she has very strong opinions about who I am. Um, and that's that's all fine. I mean, honestly, I just am over it. I don't fight it. I just listen to it and take her to Trader Joe's and then drop her off. I'm basically an Uber out of obligation. One thing I've noticed about my mom, though, is she's the most anxious person on the planet. She panics all the time. She worries all the time. And it wasn't until I was like in my late 40s where I started thinking, geez, if everything is up to the will of God and if God brings you so much peace because of that then uh why are you so angry and bitter and stressed out all the time right if god's supposed to bring you so much peace why are these religious god-loving people so damn unpeaceful hashtag not all not all some are great but anyway um so this is a poem that you know might offend some of my muslim brothers and sisters but uh, i just mean this in terms of peace and some people get it through their faiths, and some people pretend to get it through their faiths. Inshallah for my mother. How can you say that you believe in God, yet have so much unease? If he's the one whose will you're supposed to accept, then I would expect you to worry less. Unless you're willing to confess right now that you're God, brings you no peace, or else you would cease to stay up all night with worry. Instead, you would fall asleep soundly like a baby in a manger in the far, far east. 
you know, what's funny is I'm just realizing that I wrote one poem about my mom and one poem about my dad, and those are the ones ended up getting a little bit of music underneath. So I suppose our parents and the trauma they caused are the soundtrack to our lives. The good news is we are still the main character, and there's still time to write a new script. All right. Love y'all. Bye.